Hello and welcome to the Yarniax podcast. This is episode 120, which we are recording on Tuesday, August 2nd, 2016. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And I can't believe it's August. I can't either. It's insane. <laughs> My ki- The kids go back to school in what, 24 Weeks. days yeah. or something like that? Max yesterday, when he realized it was August 1st, he said, oh no, <laughs> He was giving big fake crying noises because he knows mm-hmm. it's not much longer now. My kids are having similar reactions. Yeah. It's kind of sad to be doom and glooming when you still have weeks left, but then on the other hand, it's almost over. So. Yeah. <laughs> I am sad too. All right. So what are you wearing? I am wearing my Donner sweater designed by Elizabeth Doherty. It's a linen sweater, which... Is actually perfect for the coast, even though we were just talking about it being summer. It was a foggy morning here, so Every I put morning. it on over my tank top, which as soon as the sun, well, the sun is actually out already, but as soon as it warms up a little bit, the sweater comes off. Yeah. <laughs> so it's perfect. My my purple version, I have to say, I haven't really put it away since I've made it because it's so perfect. That's awesome. That's the, <laughs> yeah. the mark of a great hand. I really love it. I really love it. And even though I do hand wash it because it's the linen yarn, I toss it in the dryer and the Lindy chain that I used is holding up really well to this treatment and it has gotten super soft. I think it feels like an old t-shirt. Oh, it does. It's very soft. <laughs> like one of those t-shirts that you wear toss. all the time because it's so comfortable. Yeah. 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 In fact, you know what a t-shirt feels like when you hang it up to dry outside, you know how it gets that stiff, crunchy, feeling, a little yeah. crunchy. That's what the linen feels like before you wash it. And then after, or wash and dry it in the dryer. And then after you put it in the dryer, it feels like a t-shirt that's gone through the dryer. Wow. I guess that makes sense, right? I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. You're excited because Gail is making I'm a sweater with the same yarn. Yes. So hopefully she will have the same results. What are you wearing today? Well, I, because I did come from a place that was already sunny, I was wearing my Freya sweater, which is a sweater I knit, I think, pre yarniacs podcasting. And it's a simple top-down raglan with a v-neck and stripes. And I knit it in Madeline Tosh Pashmina in a crazy color combination. (laughs) It is a gray, a green, and a burgundy. And when I first thought of the color combination, I thought, okay, this is going to be the weirdest thing. I'll never wear it. But every once in a while, I just want this vibrant, unusual color combination. And today was one of those days. Was that sweater really knit pre-podcast? I think it was. Wow. I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. And it kind of went with my t-shirt today. I'm wearing one of my Little Miss Sunshine t-shirts. <laughs> and I just came from physical therapy. And the physical therapist actually commented on it. And when I put it on this morning, it instantly reminded me of my Uncle Dan, who used to call me Little Miss Sun Suit. But they don't have Little Miss Sun Suit t-shirts, just Little Miss Sunshine <laughs> t-shirts. He's also the one who called me gaily whaley snaily paley when i was little which is the origin of my revelry name so thinking of my uncle today and what have you been stalking i've been stalking a couple things that i've spotted in the hot right now section of ravelry the first one 
Let me see if I can open it up. I showed you this one a couple days ago. It's called Ivy Line. Mm -hmm. It is a cardigan, a fingering weight cardigan designed by Yoko Johnston, who is a new to me designer from Australia. So that's fun oh, to yeah. find a new designer. That is fun. It's like I said, it's a fingering weight cardigan, A-line cardigan, I should say, very A-line with lace fronts. And what I really love about the sweater is where the fronts and the back meet at the top of the shoulder line. On the front of the sweater, the lace half, or where they meet, so the fronts, have these little gathers just along the shoulder line where the fronts and the backs oh, meet. And I absolutely love that detail. That is really pretty. It's really pretty. I, like I don't that. know what it is about it that appeals to me so much, but I just love the look. And I also like the A-line look, the way the folks who have made it already are wearing it with a longer shirt peeking out the bottom. I love that layered look too. So I really like this one. I like it more now that you've showed shown me the uh, gathered yeah, shoulder I just, detail. I, I really like that. It's, it's very really feminine looking. Yeah. And the A-line shape means that you can button it all the way down without any pulling or gaping at the bottom. And everyone who's knit it has put these very tiny, dainty feminine buttons on mm -hmm. it. It's really sweet. So I don't know if I will make it right away. I don't even know if I have anything in stash. I think this would be another good contender for Coast Yarn. Yeah, I was thinking that while looking at mm -hmm. it as well. Because it would be so light. And I really like that. But I have one sweater quantity of Coast left. Remember, I have sweater quantities that you're welcome to. Okay. <laughs> I, I might be looking. I might be looking because I might want to make that in Coast. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, it is really cute. I had a different initial reaction to it, so I will wait for you to knit it, and then I'll check yours out. <laughs> yeah, Gail didn't like it as much as well, I did. I like it. I'm having kind of a body crisis at the moment, which is partially why I've not been knitting garments this year. But my initial reaction to that sweater was that is going to hit me right where my hips are the fullest. And with the look that Charlene likes of it layered over a top, to me, that was just going to make me look even hippier than I look anyway. And so that was my initial reaction to the sweater. And I clicked right off of it again. So mm -hmm. I didn't even give it a chance. I was just <laughs> where my headspace is right now. I was like, yeah. that's not going to look good yeah. on me. And I went right past it. But I didn't even stop long enough to notice the beautiful shoulder details. Yeah. So I shame really on me. It. It's sweet. Well, not every sweater is going to appeal to everybody. So. No, but if this had been me looking at that sweater two years ago, I may have instantly fallen in love with it. So there you go. Yeah. Taste change. All good. And then the second thing I am stocking is another, some, another project that I found in the hot right now. It looks like it was just recently published in July. So sometime this past month, I don't know when it is an asymmetric shawl knit on the bias. There's a theme yes, because I, like keep, I keep finding these shawls that I like. This one is called Silverleaf by Lisa Hans. 
Hans or Hannes. And this one has a really interesting leaf motif along the edge of the shawl. So the first part of the shawl looks like it's knit just like any other asymmetrical shawl. There's a row of what looks to be yarn overs thrown in to garter stitch. And that row of yarn overs repeats itself at intervals, at regular intervals, until you get to the very end. And then there is that leaf motif along the edge. And the project that really drew my attention was one where Ooh. the leaf motif was done in a brighter blue than the rest of the shawl, which was done in a navy blue. So you've got the contrast of the colors, the bright blue against the navy blue, and then you have that leaf motif. And I really like it. And it's photographed against water, so it's a very reflective light background you just see white light showing through the shawl where the row of yarn overs and where the leaf motif is it's really attractive that's a beautiful picture <laughs> it really is that's an incredibly pretty picture it really picture. is yeah so i really like that one people have done it in one color too and it looks great in one color the shawl itself, I believe, let me click that. The shawl itself is knit in sport weight yarn. And I would probably just knit it in fingering weight yarn just to get a lighter mm -hmm. garment, a lighter shawl. I'm telling you, I really like that I knit my lily pilly in lace instead mm -hmm. of fingering weight. Yeah, that's so. an idea for this too. For us, lace weight is just right. so easy to yeah. wear. Yeah, exactly. And then when it gets too hot, it's easy to scrunch up around, either mm -hmm. around your neck or take off and scrunch into your bag. <laughs> yep. I really like the aesthetic of that designer, Lisa Haynes or Hannes. I'm not sure, again, how you pronounce it. But she has some really beautiful shawls. I've admired her, her aesthetic for a long time. Yeah, she does. I remember that we've... One of us has stocked something by her before. Mm -hmm. I went back and I tried to find what it was, and I, I didn't immediately see it. But I know that we've mentioned her before. Or we, you and I at least, have chatted about her. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So those are the two things I am stocking. How about you? What are you stocking? Well, just earlier today, I found out that Hohe's Fall Knit Along, which she does every year, is starting August 15th. And I think this is going to be released when it's too late. But all of her patterns are 20% off right now mm -hmm. with the code in her group. And because I looked at Hot Right Now this morning and they were all Hohe patterns oh, pretty much. Really? And I thought, what is going on here? <laughs> So she almost never puts her patterns on a sale. So I was going to say, it's been a while. Yeah, it's a big yeah. deal. So I was looking at some of her patterns for that, and I've already stocked some of these, but Citadel is at the top of my list mm -hmm. for that knit along. It's a sweater I've wanted to knit for a really long time. Very cable -y, beautiful sweater. And Japan Sleeves. Oh, yeah. Japan Sleeves is a really pretty pullover that is striped, fingering weight yarn and there's a beautiful lace motif that you do from the collar straight down to the ends of the hands on the sleeves so all the way down your sleeve and I got to see Hohe wearing that when I saw her in Portland and 
it looked so adorable on her. And that one is high in my list as well. And I'm actually thinking about doing gray on gray stripes. Oh, nice. For something that's more neutral. But then I keep thinking, oh, then maybe I should do the lace in wild turquoise. Or maybe I should do the lace <laughs> in hot pink. Or So we'll see how neutral I can go. But your therapy shawl is what inspired me to try to use more neutral colors. Because oh, your therapy okay. shawl with the browns and grays yeah. was so pretty. So... We'll see what I do with Japan sleeves. But looking forward to that knit along. And it starts August 15th and ends November 1st. In the past, she has done signups where you actually sign up to knit certain patterns. And she keeps a list. This year, she's doing it completely different. And good for you, Hohi. She is doing anyone can enter. There is one thread for chat, one thread for finished objects without chat. And she will draw prizes from that thread. So instead of having multiple threads to keep track of it's all in one place so i'm so much happier with that because i've always tried to join in the knit along but when it's something where i have to sign up for and mm -hmm. then commit to a specific project i i falter a little bit on that so yeah <laughs> yep that's my knit along tendencies at work where i get signed up and i don't usually end up finishing all the things i sign up for but I usually end up fitting it, finishing at least one or two. Yeah, so Citadel do. is the you top do. of my list. And I have the yarn for it, and I'm so excited. So, Well, and I have to comment that Japan Sleeves is one of those sweaters that has been in and out of my radar so many times because I think it's so cute, and then for some reason I think I won't look good in it so I take it off the radar and then I actually see one and see how cute it mm -hmm. is and I want to make it again so I'm really curious to see how yours turns out <laughs> yep so you can knit ivy line and I'll knit Japan sleeve it's a deal sleeve will, yeah compare notes it's a deal there are a couple other things that I'm stocking also and these were prior to earlier today <laughs> the hooded shawl is the name of the pattern and it's by Suzanne Summer, which is the designer of the hoodie shawl cardigan mm -hmm. that I tried so hard to knit and gave up on. It's a really cute triangular shawl with a hood and the hood can either be centered or it can be off centered on one side of the triangle and it has stripes and it's two colors and I would love to knit it with a speckled yarn and I have some Twisted Owl Fiber Studio speckled yarn that is really pretty and then I have a tonal color from neighborhood fiber company called remington that is a very dark deep purple and they would look really good together and mm -hmm. that could be for a stitches knit along project because that stitches knit along is still going on so all of you who have yarn from a stitches event every month there is a finished object thread for each specific stitches event so we participate in the stitches west event and there aren't very many people participating. So your chances of winning a prize are pretty pretty good odds. So mm -hmm. I would recommend checking into that if you have some yarn in your stash. And I know I have a lot of Stitches yarn for many years. So <laughs> this is Stitches yarn from the first year we ever saw Karita. So it's at least three years oh, old. Okay. I like how you said that with a big smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> I love Karita's yarn. It's always so beautiful. Well, no, how you said, I have lots of yarn from Stitches Past. <laughs> um, yes, I love my Stitches yarn. It's since Charlene doesn't order online nearly as much as I do, and I've cut way back. Oh, 
I didn't buy any yarn in the month of July, Woo-hoo. the entire month. And it's <laughs> August 2nd, and I still haven't purchased yarn. I'm very proud of myself. But I tend to have a lot in my stash that's purchased online. So my stitches yarn, I bought it in person. I got to see it, touch it, all those great things. And I love my stitches yarn. Yay. Yeah, you almost never go wrong with that because you picked it out yourself. I so. do too. I love my stitches yarn. And I think that's just another another good reason to mention calling your stash or purchasing things that you love so that you always have yarn in your stash that you really love. You smile. Oh, well that's and that was the that was the reason why I mentioned that. I'm just happy when I see someone mention their stash and they smile instead of cringe. Oh yeah. So many people mention their stash and they cringe in a way to say that they're unhappy somehow with usually it's the quantity of yarn or the yarns that are in your stash and like Gil and I are so fond of saying if you don't like it, move it along. Exactly. Move it along. Yes, love your to stash. Somebody else so that you can love your stash. Exactly. And I have a lot of yarn, so not buying yarn for the month of July is good. And it's it's only been one month, but it's made me appreciate the yarn I have even more. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if I see a project that I may want to knit, I instantly think of what I have in my stash. You instead can shop of your stash. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of, oh, I'm gonna go look on Etsy or I'm gonna go look at, you know, whoever my designer or pardon me, indie dyer favorite is at the moment. Right. So yes, I'm very happy with my stash. Cool. So that was the hooded shawl in a long roundabout sort of way. <laughs> also like a brand new shawl, I think it just came out today maybe even, called Eiffel Gold, and I'm probably mispronouncing that. It's a Melanie Berg shawl, brand new, oh. that is garter and mosaic, two color. And she oh, said I that- I haven't even seen that one It's yet. brand new. Okay. She said that the mosaic is not as hard to work as it looks because you're only using one color at, at a time. A time. So it's just really pretty. It's very striking. She did it in a kind of gold color and a gray color. And she said that it reminds her of somewhere near her called Eiffel that I want to say it has something to do with a volcano, but now I don't remember. So very, very pretty shawl. And I have not yet knit a Melanie Berg pattern, which seems crazy. So another reason, like you said, the Ivy line designer new to Mm -hmm. you and I still haven't knit a Melanie Berg, so yeah. maybe that will be the one. <laughs> so what have you been knitting? I have cast on another Donner. Speaking <laughs> of Donner. We have a mini Donner along going I on. I am wearing a Donner and knitting a Donner. Yep. So this is a pattern by Elizabeth Doherty. It's a pullover sweater with textured stripes and it is a linen yarn which as i previously mentioned i'm really loving working with and let's see it's somewhat modified drop shoulder i would call it with tiny sleeves that are just below the elbow and this pattern was released back in july I knit mine, I think it was in June, my first one, May, maybe May to June, beginning of the summer, because I was chest knitting the pattern for Elizabeth. 
And my second one is just flying along off the needles. Now. Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm to the point where I'm working on the body. So it's just in the round, in the textured stripe pattern. So at this point, it couldn't be easier. Although I have made some rather silly mistakes. I was telling Gail, <laughs> because it's so easy to memorize and you just fly in the round, I had a couple of sections where I looked down after I had knitted one complete eight row repeat after and noticed that, oh, I was one stockinette row too short. So I had to rip back twice I did this. I was tinking like a boss. <laughs> well, and I was laughing because when I knit my swatch, I did the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. It's easy to do because there's several sections. Well, the one, there's a, the textured part happens over the course of three rows, and then the other five rows are just stockinette. Mm -hmm. So... That so if you where, don't keep track of those yes. five rows, you end up either with a 10-row repeat or a 6-row yes. repeat. And, and I then kind of just look down are off. and, oh, hmm. And, yeah, I get going and just think I'm doing fine. I know what I'm doing. And then, boom. <laughs> Oops. Hashtag tink like a boss. Exactly. So from now on, well, maybe not from now on, but at least for the immediate section that I'm working on, using a row counter. I for think the I'm going to repeat. also, yeah. <laughs> Just because it's pretty mindless knitting for the most it part. Is. So, it is. But it's fun. Yeah. There's it's just enough to make you pay attention or to bite you in the butt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thus the row counter being yes, a handy little gizmo exactly. for that. And there, there we go. It. Click, click. <laughs> She's using the old school clover one that you the actually clicker. click. Yes. And then the second thing I am still knitting is my second star shower cowl. It's a cowl, a pattern by Hilary Smith Callis. And it's the cowl shawl hybrid that is very, very popular on Ravelry. I know many of the folks in the Yarniacs group on Ravelry have knit this or have probably heard of this pattern. I haven't knit online much, and I'm kind of disappointed because I really enjoy the yarn that I'm knitting this cowl in, and I like the colors, and it is my project that I cast on for the Colors of Fall Knit Along because it has the shark skin and the spicy mustard. And I really like my first finished object. But for some reason, I realized that I don't really enjoy knitting this stitch pattern, which mm, is a bummer. I've heard that spoken before. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were talking about this at the shop, and the way I described it was that for some reason for me, the stitch pattern just doesn't flow. It doesn't flow easily. And it's an interesting little... I don't know if it's called a star stitch. I can't remember what it's called. It's, I believe it's the same stitch that was used on neon. I think so. But for some reason, neon was a, a little bit easier for me to knit, probably because it was knit in a worsted weight yarn. This one being in fingering weight yarn, just isn't flowing off the needles for me, even though the stitch pattern looks 
fabulous for variegated or multicolored yarn. So I just need to sit down and work on it. That's all. Or it's not. not hard. Or not. No, I do want the finished object. Okay. Though. I just realized that I probably won't be making another one. I just have to admit to myself if it's been sitting there. For well, she a has while. several scowl, you know, shawl yeah. cowl hybrid patterns. Yeah. So Star Shower is not the only option. Right. Yep. So I'll finish this one because I do like my first one and I like the way it turned out. I think the second one that I'm making in these neutral tones will be very wearable. So I will finish it. It's not that hard. It's only one skein of fingering weight yarn. I can do it. I'm giggling because I'm watching Boo. Charlene cracked the door oh. open and he's <laughs> squeezing his little paw around the corner to pull the door open. He did it. He's in. He's in. That was super cute. My dog just is like, she uses her head to bash things open and closed. So oh. watching Boo do it so gently, gently. is just cute. Gets his little paw in. Sometimes he lays down on the floor next to the pantry where the cat food is. And I have walked <laughs> in on him laying on the floor with his paw under, under the, the door, door up to the armpit or is it a paw pit i don't know but with his paw all the way jammed under there and you can hear like little scratching noises he's trying to touch something and i'll walk in on him and i look at him and he just looks at me with this innocent face what i'm not doing anything <laughs> The animals do have that look. Lucy has it too. So you'll catch her doing something and she gives you the look like, yes. I love you. Yes. Yep. Pets have that way. Just like children. So those are the two things that I am knitting. What are you knitting, Gail? Okay, I cast on a Donner this weekend as well. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the sweater because I know two other people are knitting it. And there's probably a lot more interest. When the pattern first came out, there was a flurry of chatter about it in the group. Mm -hmm. And this is a sweater where swatching is even more important than normal. And not only because of the stitch pattern involved, but if you are using a linen yarn as the pattern calls for, linen responds a lot differently to being washed than wool does. So one of the things I discovered with my swatch is that it did grow a little bit, but it shortened a lot. And mm -hmm. I think you I said the same the thing, same. right? And Elizabeth has very specific instructions about how to swatch for the sweater, which is fantastic. And she even has a swatching worksheet for it. So you take your pre-washing swatch or gauge rather, and then your post-washing washing gauge, and you do a little math to determine if my sweater is going to shrink this much, if in the pattern it states to knit five and a half inches, how many inches should I really be knitting so that when it shrinks, it fits me properly? So my adjustment is I'm multiplying every number by 1.09 to get the right length. So when I wash it, it will still fit. But then the actual handling of the swatch is very different. So with wool, you would usually wash and block air dry. But like Charlene mentioned, with the linen, you wash and you put it in the dryer. Mm -hmm. And Elizabeth recommended doing that several times. So my first swatch was not on gauge at all. 
So I had to go up two needle sizes, which for me usually I have to drop a needle size from almost every stated pattern to get gauge. But in this case, I actually, I think I'm knitting either the same needle size called for in the pattern or even had to go up to get gauge. And both gauge swashes I washed in the washing machine and threw in the dryer three or four times mm -hmm. just to make sure that all of the growing and shrinking right. and whatever had been right. finished. And we should mention that this is a different treatment than is recommended on the, label. on the label. So that's why Gail said this is one of those instances where you really do need that swatch to test this out. Because if you're going to treat your sweater differently from the recommended wash or dry treatment, you want to know if that's going to work before you knit the garment. Mm -hmm. The recommended treatment on the label is hand wash, dry flat. And I do hand wash mine, but love the blocking in the dryer. Actually, I did not machine wash mine. I take that back. I soaked it in wool wash and water oh, and then okay. threw it in the dryer. That's right. I'm sorry. But also the Lindy chain is 30% cotton, 70% mm -hmm. linen. And I'm pretty sure that the yarn Elizabeth uses is 100% 100%. linen. So this will, the yarn we're using, the Lindy chain, will react even a little differently than Elizabeth's did. It will because the I makes did, a difference. I tried that yarn. You might remember I tried that yarn. Isn't it Sparrow, Quince and Company Sparrow? Yes. Yeah. And I tried that yarn and Perhaps in this stitch pattern, it would knit happier for me. But when I knit with the Sparrow, it really biased. And the more I washed it, it more I dried it specifically, it, it biased. More and my, more? Yes, my yeah. swatch out of the dryer, which was knit in stockinette, granted. But out of the dryer, my swatch came out looking like a parallelogram. Oh, so not good. I I wasn't happy with that. I didn't try it for this sweater because previously when I tried to knit it, it was for a different garment. So I didn't try knitting the swatch for this sweater in this stitch pattern. And most folks who have been knitting the sweater have been using that successfully. So I just wanted to mention that because I don't want to make it sound like it's it's not a good yarn to use. Obviously it is because most folks are using it. Well, and I also don't like the feel of a hundred percent linen yarn. I don't enjoy knitting with it. So yeah. I wouldn't want to knit a sweater with it just because of the tactile pleasure that I get from knitting. I don't get that pleasure knitting with a linen yarn, but the Lindy chain because of its chain construction and the blend of cotton and linen feels nicer in my hands. So even though it's different in my hands than wool. I'm not disliking knitting with it. I would prefer to be knitting with wool, but I'm not disliking it. I was really surprised too, because I wasn't too sure I would enjoy it. And in all my years of knitting, I very rarely used other fibers besides wool. I've, I've used quite a bit of cotton, I should say, but I never really thought that I would enjoy knitting another fiber like Gail mentioned as much as I do the wool and this yarn has made me a convert <laughs> I really enjoy it yeah I'm gonna have to see how how often I wear it and things like that before I'm converted however I'm not disliking 
knitting with it. I didn't like it in the swatch and I don't know why. I don't know mm. if I was holding it tighter or what I was doing. I hope not because then my gauge swatch will lie. But my thumbs almost felt chafed from it oh. when I was knitting the swatch. Maybe my hands have toughened up since then. Mm. I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. But I have knit. So the sweater, you start at the back and you knit a very long piece for the back. And then you, I think you cast off or you do a vertical braid for stability. And that's part of Elizabeth's design characteristic. It's part of her, it's like her trademark almost. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you do some short row shaping for the back of the neck for both shoulders and then short row shaping to form the front of the collar. Very great construction. I mean, I'm looking at Charlene's finished one right now and it's a brilliant design. But I'm still on the portion of the back before you get to do all that fun stuff. And once you're done with all that short row shaping and everything, you do join in the round to knit down for the rest of the body. And I'm really enjoying that stitch pattern, the eight row repeat yeah, to get the I texture. Like it too with the caveat that I will start using the row counter. <laughs> and I'm really enjoying just the way it's different from wool. Like it drapes differently in my lap and I don't know, the way it works on the needles. I did try it with different needles also to see which mm -hmm. the linen cotton yeah. blend would work better yeah. on. I did end up using metal needles, which isn't my normal but they seem to be working well. One thing about the yarn though is it is kind of splitty. I find that sometimes I split it and then one of the strands isn't oh, knit fully. So I've had that happen too. Yeah, I yeah. have to, I'm knitting it while not looking at it for the most part, but I'm carefully checking to make sure that I don't have little loops hanging, yeah. you know, just hanging out yeah. unknit. So really enjoying Donner and I thought there was one other thing I wanted to say about it for anyone who wanted to knit it. But the big deal is to make sure you do the swatching correctly and treat your swatch correctly. And don't forget to take pre-wash measurements of your swatch because the difference between the two is important in relation to how you knit the sweater and the lengths involved mm -hmm. because of the shrinking that may happen given, you know, depending on the yarn you're using. So good job on another beautiful sweater, Elizabeth. And Charlene's knitting her second. So that says a lot for it. And let's see, what else am I knitting? Pavement. I mentioned pavement on our last podcast, and I had a little bit of a falling out with pavement over the weekend. So we, meaning Charlene and I, thought that this was a sure thing. Like, yes, here's a this garment. This was supposed to be your sure thing yeah, sweater. This is a garment that I'm couldn't so fail me, and I was going to, this was going to be success no matter what. I had finished the body completely. I, of course, had tried it on as I was going, so I knew that everything was fitting right. I was very happy with the fit, and the armholes seemed to fit me properly. And then I cast on a sleeve, and I was working merrily on the sleeve, and then I decided, okay, you better try it on to make sure the sleeve isn't too tight. And when I put it on, the fabric across the top of the shoulder was so tight that the stitches were pulling apart and looking really bad. And I was so bummed. <laughs> like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, my gosh. I thought for sure this was just going to be a no-brainer. And it doesn't fit. I was so bummed, too, because this was supposed to be your short yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And 
The construction of the sweater is slightly unusual. It is a raglan shaped sweater, but it's modified. So you only do the raglan shaping to a certain point at the top of your shoulder, and then you separate for sleeves. And that means that you end up casting on about 35 stitches for my size under the arm when you join to knit in the round. And when I tried the sweater on without sleeves, that didn't seem to be a problem. It wasn't stretching at all. But with the addition of the sleeves, that unusual top, it was almost like a cap at the top of my shoulders that didn't span my shoulders. So I let the sweater sit there for a day or two, and then I blocked it. Blocking it helped a lot. So I was able to put it on yesterday post-blocking, and it still is a little snug across the shoulders, but it's not a deal breaker because to fix that, I would have had to rip out the entire sweater because it's top down and I would have had to rip it all the way back up to where the shoulder shaping happened and do more increases or something. So I've spoken since to a couple other people who have knit the sweater and I've had similar problems with fit in the shoulders. So mm. for those of you considering knitting this, I would think about how you might want to increase the amount of fabric at the top of the shoulders. And I think you could easily do that by doing more increases at the top of the shoulder. Had I known, I probably would have tried that. But at this point, I'm merrily knitting along on a sleeve and I think it's gonna be good. I really love how the sweater looks. It's really pretty. The yarn is just gorgeous. I'm so happy with the color. It does have the airy blue in it and maybe even Riverside blue, maybe both of the blues for the colors of fall knit along and it's so soft and it's going to be so nice to wear so we'll see again i have my fingers crossed i do too so it's not going to be a hundred percent win no matter what because it will always be snug across the shoulders but hopefully it will be wearable and you know i won't be able to wear it over a t-shirt i don't think i think that's out for sure but you know over mm -hmm. a camisole or a, mm -hmm. a bra because it's not the fabric is dense enough that you can't see through it. So it that's pretty dense. Yeah, that's not a deal breaker either. So that's pavement, and that sweater is by Vera Valley Mackey. And I was speaking to some of my friends who tried to knit this and didn't. And they said that the other sweater in that collection called Minimum that I want to knit is very different in the fitting in the front or at the top. And that that sweater and breathing space both are more traditional raglans and they fit really, really well. So I plan to tackle either breathing space or minimum in the near future. And the other thing I'm knitting is the Divi Poncho by Jumper Cables, which is my pink, Serenity Pink Colors of Fall project. And that's just a brainless round and round and round project. So I probably won't even mention it much on the podcast just because it'll be a long-term, it's like 1700 yards of fabric and It'll be on the needles for a long time. So yeah. that's what I'm knitting. Okay. And what have you finished since the last episode? So I finished a test knit for Hohi Locatelli. It's a cardigan, and I'm not sure when the pattern is due out, but I knit mine in the Holst Yarn Coast, which is the 55 Merino 45 cotton in a dark gray. And I think in the past I've said that it's 50-50 Merino cotton. Mm -hmm. I was looking at the yarn page on Ravelry and it's actually 55 Merino 45 cotton. Not that that matters so much, but just know that it's a, it's a blend yarn. It's very nice, very, very lightweight. 
So I started wearing this right away as soon as I bound off. Didn't even block it yet because <laughs> I really liked the way the fabric felt. I've Gail and I have both been talking about this yarn a lot this season. And just the way it turns out, such a lightweight fabric is really nice for our climate here. So you'll see this in a few months, maybe. I don't know for sure, but done. <laughs> Testnet complete. Yes. How about you? What have you finished? Well, I finished my spindrift shawl, which was the shawl I was knitting from Helen Stewart. And I was using a variegated colorway that had both shark skin and bodacious in it. Mm. And it's so pretty. I love the eyelet finishing on the edge. There are several rows of eyelets and it's a crescent crescent shaped shawl and it just looks so pretty with the eyelets at the end nice. i really like it and it is a shawlette so it was a one scanner and i really like it it's a very nice pattern and that pattern is free if you sign up for her shawl series emails so i highly recommend that pattern it was a very fun knit and i also finished a hat a charity project and the hat pattern i used is hermione loves ron or hearts ron which is a free pattern from christy aylesworth charlene and i have both knit this hat several times it's a very pretty cabled hat that the decreases at the top make it come together in this really beautiful crown and i used fiber company savannah dk yarn that i bought at stitches this year it's the coolest blend 50 percent merino 20 percent cotton 15 percent soy silk and 15 percent flax so a very interesting blend of fibers. And I liked it, but I don't think I would buy it again. It wasn't oh. my favorite thing to knit with. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. It wasn't distasteful in any way. I mean, mm -hmm. it just wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't feeling it, I guess. Yeah. But that also could have been, I was nervous I was going to run out of yarn. So I used a slightly smaller needle size than mm -hmm. I would have. And maybe that affected it. And I ended up with a ton of leftover yarn. So oh. go figure. It's a put up is 160 yards. And that hat usually runs, you know, 160 to 200 yards. So I kind of went smallish to make oh. sure I didn't run out uh -huh. of yarn. But that was my stitches knit along July project. Mm -hmm. So it was, I always love knitting that hat. It's a quick project. I like it's that one too. easy to knit. And it's and a lot results, of bang for your buck yes, ones. Yeah. The results are so nice. Yep, it's a cute one. Mm -hmm. So that's what I finished. Okay. A hat and a shawl. Okay. Do we want to do a Colors of Fall knit along update? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So there are already some finished objects in the FO thread. And I do want to remind everybody, you do need to have a picture of your finished object in a fall outfit. So there are a couple of pictures that are just the finished object, which are beautiful, but to qualify, it does need to be in a look. So you don't have to be wearing the look. The look could be on a dress form, on a hanger, on a bed, on the floor, on your dog, if your dog was big enough. <laughs> Josie always wants to put my things on the dog. So do make sure you take a picture of your finished outfit. And there are 192 projects in progress right now. Yay. And something super cool. Did you see that front page of Ravelry yes. the other day? <laughs> yes. But After you said something to me. <laughs> I walked into the gym on Saturday and our friend Carol said, the Yarniax Colors 2016 tag is on the front page of Ravelry. And I had to run over to my phone and look on my phone. And sure enough, 
There was one of the Ravelry tips last week. It was last Thursday, which would have been July 28th, I think. They had a whole section on how to use tags in your projects or your stash or whatever. And one of their examples, the most common tags, Yarniax Colors 2016 was the very top one. It was right there on the cover of Ravelry. I was so excited. I was jumping around like a little goose. So very thrilling to see so little things like that. Keep tagging your projects. Yes, please. We're thank you, one, for participating, and two, for tagging. Yeah. And on Instagram as well because – I haven't been on Instagram much the last several weeks. But I haven't either, but I have looked at the tag. Yeah, so do I. When I go on, that's one of the first things yeah. that I look at. Yeah, so super fun to be following all the chatter, and we have a ton of prizes. We have some new ones since the last episode, and I apologize for the clicking that you may hear as I navigate to the prize page. I want to make sure that I don't forget anybody. And do you want to talk about the lollipop yarn? Well, we got two prizes donated by Lollipop Yarn, Joan from Lollipop Yarn, who was the dyer, and beautiful, beautiful Oh sets. my goodness, just she gorgeous. She a couple of what she calls her duet colorways in a couple of different bases, and then one self-striping set, which has a main ball of self-striping yarn and then little balls that go along it that you can use for solid color heels and toes. Very cute. Very, very and great cute. neon colors. Great colors. Beautiful the way it's packaged in a little bag. It was just nice. precious. And the duet colorways are really nice for two-color shawls. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was thinking about using one to knit a pure joy in. Do it. I think I will. You should totally do it. And then I just wanted to mention that she is having a shop update that goes live on Sunday, August 7th. If you happen to be listening in time, we'll have a, her shop linked in the prize list in the thread. Yep. You can find it there. But Check it out. Very cute packaging and what looks like going to be a delightful combo for shawls, too. Yeah. So. And she has some interesting bases, too. She had one that had a yak mix. That's right. She's got one that's a merino yak nylon fingering. So it's interesting. Yeah. I was yeah. interested in that one. And she also sent some for me and Charlene to try. Mm -hmm. And... You know the sign of a good dyer when you have <laughs> four true. different sets of yarn and neither of you can decide which one you like the best because they're all so pretty. They were all pretty and Gail and I were looking at them and looking at each other. Well, no, after you. No, no you go you. first. You, no, you, you pick one first. <laughs> and I ended up defaulting to what I would call my normal colors, which is a beautiful raspberry pink and then the color that went with it is called crepe myrtle and it's on kind of a natural background and it has splashes and speckles of the pink and a deep green and it's just gorgeous absolutely gorgeous don't know what i'll knit with that but it's <laughs> so pretty so thank you very much joan yes thank you i'm looking forward to using my combo hopefully for a pure joy 
I would use mine for pure joy, but my existing pure joy is already pink mm. with a speckled yeah. yarn. So it would be too close to yeah. that. So I want something a little different. Yeah. Maybe that new Melanie Berg pattern. Oh, oh yeah. that could be really pretty. <laughs> so that is going to be, those will be two prizes from Lollipop Yarn. The other prizes, we have four patterns from Paige of Decapo Knits, two patterns from Yelena Dasher, three patterns from Vanessa Polo, we have an Allison bag from Vivian at Pearl and Plum on Etsy, and she also has her free shipping available through the end of the knit along. So if you purchase $30 or more of her gorgeous bags, you get free shipping with the coupon code in the thread. There is a $7 downloadable pattern donated from Terry. We have two project bags handmade by Zoe. The Riley Rose shawl donated by Jen of the Downseller Studio podcast. A skein of yarn from the lovely Barb of Spencer Hill Dye, and that's she's Blue Canary on Ravelry. And Jen Sheelan contacted me, and she is donating a Hug a Knitter tote bag. I think it says Hug a Knitter, they give warm fuzzies, which is super cute. And one of her patterns. So if you win one of her patterns, you can also enter her jar along, or unless you picked one of her shawl patterns. She does have shawls, jar cozies, cowls mitts and a hat i think so she has quite a selection of patterns so thank you very very much to all of these wonderful sponsors and i keep every week or so i'm getting another person contacting me asking if they can donate a prize so it's fabulous there will be lots of prizes yeah i'm very grateful okay so i think that's about it for this episode it is i should just mention very very briefly my public service announcement from a couple episodes ago that now is a great time if you have any questionable yarn or sweaters or wool in general remember one of the best ways completely organic ways to kill little critters to get rid of little critters, maybe I'll say. <laughs> it kills them. Yes. <laughs> if they're eating it's, my yarn, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> is to put the yarn or garments in a hot location. So with the heat of summer upon us, think about putting it in your hot car. And I think she said half an hour. Yeah, Jess Delphinian do said that it doesn't take much time at all. Yeah, so, so half an hour. I generally would probably leave it in for a couple of hours just because just to be sure the car is hot and it's parked in the sun why not but if your car does get parked in the sun if it's a very hot day it gets over 120 degrees i think then that's a great way to treat your questionable yarns yep get rid of the critters while yeah. you can so just wanted to mention that again and public service announcement <laughs> <laughs> so and thank you everyone for listening we really appreciate it yes it always it just makes my day i know and i know it does for charlene too when we get an email or a comment in the thread or a comment on our instagram posts or anything like that it just means so much when you guys reach out so thank it you really very does. much it just makes us so happy it really does so thank you so much thank and you and happy knitting. happy knitting bye bye you can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley. 